today's show, we have something really exciting. It's questions and answers with the movie star turtle. So has being in the movies changed you guys? Well, we changed our expressions. We're bendable, and our legs have gotten longer. So Hollywood has changed you. Nah, we still like to kick foot. So what's next for you guys? More movies? How about lunch? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. From Playmate. I'm Justin. And I'm Blake. And this week, we're going to be talking about the first five years of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle line from Playmates with our guest, Mike Carlson from Podcast The Ride. I didn't know if I was supposed to come in there. Yes, I'm going to be talking about the Ninja Turtles. Um, do you want to do this again? I mean, I, we don't I can have piece to. that together with someone. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Yeah, Mike is a Mike is a Ninja Turtle nerd and a mm-hmm. theme park nerd, mm-hmm. and we know each other f- through the Upright Citizens Brigade, where mm-hmm. we do a show still called the Tournament of Nerds. Yeah, uh, the third Saturday of every month at midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're in the LA area, mm-hmm. Blake, I don't know how much you know about how Mike and I spend <laughs> our free time. I don't. Uh, but outside of action figure collecting and going to theme parks, uh, we're also huge professional wrestling fans. Yes. Uh, to a point that uh, we may be a little out of control. <laughs> yeah, I guess if I really – I mean – I guess if I really think about it, it is insane. I don't know a lot about wrestling, but how many live wrestling shows are there a month? So many. Okay. I feel like the only person that I constantly owe money to is Mike Mm -hmm. because he has some weird mutant power where he is – you money? Where he is able to get tickets. Great. I'm very savvy and I know how to use I systems. I'm very I, I will like try to figure out how to use a system to my advantage or I will try to learn like the ins and outs of Ticketmaster or AXS's shitty ticket website. Uh, and then I try to I overthink things and I spend too many hours trying to figure that out. And also just, you know, I'm like an IMF team member and Ethan Hunt level, uh, ha- I guess really more of a, like a Benji, the uh, Simon Pegg character. Right. I'm a hacker level. You know, I can get something when it, if it goes on sale at 8 o'clock. I'm right there. I'm refreshing. I, I can do this. I can, I'm under pressure. It's, I'm un- very good. it's unbelievable. I guess I like the chase. I like the thrill of the hunt. It's also gotten to the point. It's, I mean, it's a lot like action figure collecting, the hunting and the chase. Yeah, and, right. the thrill. And, and this is a thing I say on, on our podcast a lot is that I love checking. I like checking. I like there's something about it that's like I don't know if it's just an itch you have really. It's like I like that. I like the feeling yeah. of, of like is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Okay, it is ready. I got it. And then it's a huge series. Like it's a huge sense of accomplishment. And Mike has done so well at getting tickets that it's gotten to the point where there are people out there that feel like we either have some sort of secret in oh, to yeah, get these yeah. tickets. <laughs> they always want to know, like, how are you getting these tickets? So the community is out to get you now. Well, I don't feel that Not, sense. No, unlike uh, they just want to. They they want they to know, and they also the I mean, secret. There might be right. a sense that someone thinks like I'm getting like a secret code to do it, or that I'm in with somebody, and it is not the case. I still do this the old fashioned way, like any normal fan. Uh, and I want—I just want people to know that so my cred is intact here. I'm not getting special treatment. Yeah, he is out there pounding the pavement doing this himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's some sort of miracle worker. And he's a nice enough man that every time that he buys himself wrestling tickets, he spots me because he knows Aww. how much this means to me. That's very kind. Very kind of me. Very kind uh, of him. 
So, Mike, <laughs> right now, right. how much do I owe you? How many you? months is this? Unless I'm forgetting some shows, which I guess we'll talk about off the air. You only owe me $578. That's it? Yeah. Oh, that's barely a video game system. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's not that bad. That I mean, it's still can't be. Two PWGs before this, three PWGs coming up, and NXT, right? And uh, All In. Oh, that I didn't put and in. And StarCast. All right. Well, let me – hold on. I will ballpark it for you right now. I forgot all about that because it's, it's happening in other states. Oh, so God. See, now – okay. I mean, <laughs> so really, though – I I Now you just got to witness my complete relief. And, but it's still but he only, forgot. Like but a bunch, it's still only – it's not. It's under $800. Really? It's like 780 or something. Oh, that's not bad at all. Yeah, it's, a, it's like about 800 bucks. That's great. Yeah, I did forget to add in All In. I'm sorry. <sighs> and StarCast. But though, yeah, All In tickets were very reasonable. I think oh, I got that's like right. seventy t- dollar tickets or something. I forgot about oh, that. I, I was thinking that was going to be like two, three hundred. Okay, it is I, expensive. It's by no means Again, cheap. so relieved. No, right. this is very privileged stuff here. Yeah, this is insane. This is making it seem like we're kings. Yeah, or something. we yeah. don't have oh, this kind of money. Just a matter of three hundred thirty dollars. <laughs> I had some good commercials for a few years, and I had been lucky enough to enjoy that fruits of that. But yeah, let's be clear. I should not be spending even six hundred dollars yeah, on wrestling. You, just tickets. specifically, like we we were at WrestleMania year a couple of years ago, and you were like, we were up in San Jose, and like it was a whole weekend, and you're like, yeah, I'm out of money, and I was like, what? Like legitimately out of money. Right. Like I had enough money to get gas on the way back. So anyway. But wrestling is a high priority for me. Sure. Very. very. High enough that your friend has to buy them for you. I will say this. We missed the on sale of New Japan today. I know, but I feel like. I agree with you. But a friend of ours texted me frantically an hour ago saying, we missed the tickets. And I said, it's okay. We'll get the tickets. Don't worry. But I did forget. Also, how are we not going to go to Vegas the night before for that Ring of Honor show? Did you see that? Oh, what's the card of it? Oh, it's Chaos versus the Bullet Club. It's Okada, oh Tuck Ch- right, Chuck Taylor. Right, right, Should we, uh, since I yeah, don't you can, understand this yeah, language, yeah, we, we can wrap this up. Thanks turtles. for listening, guys. <laughs> Should we get into his interview and talk some turtles? Let's party, dude! The turtle's party wagon is ready to roll right over the foot plan. They may be tough, but the tenderizer will soften them right up. Monster secret weapon! Uh-oh! The shredder has his own wheels, and his foot cruiser looks really bad, and it converts to aerial attack mode. What next? I, I start with Playmates. My turtle stuff starts with Playmates, doesn't start with a show. It starts with getting the toys on a birthday. That's good, because that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> we are recording this. Oh. On the 30th anniversary of the launch of the Playmates line. Gee whiz. That, I, when you said, oh, and I, oh, it's the anniversary, and I was thinking, oh, it's the 20th anniversary. But no, it's the 30th. It's the 30th anniversary as we are recording this of the Playmates Turtle line. That's insane. And yeah. the Playmates line actually led to the cartoon. Uh, right. Eastman and Laird. Am I saying that correct? Laird. So that's how I've always pronounced yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Eastman and Laird were approached by some kind of marketing guy, like a licensing agent, mm-hmm. about turning the comic book into products. Mm-hmm. They went to Playmate Toys. Playmate Toys said they would make the toy line if there was a cartoon. Right. They made the cartoon. Boom. The line starts in 88. My favorite thing about the Turtles is there's that documentary on Hulu that was about them. And at first I was like, oh, this is going to be a very exciting thing. You learn a lot of history. That is the easiest story of something created. As half the interviews is he's been just like, well, you know, we, we made a comic and then it was successful. And then we just went down to the toy people and the toy people were like, yeah, sure. Have, here's a bunch of money. That's how easy it was, it was like in the late 80s. Every step uh-huh. of the way for them was just like, oh, it was fine. 
Yeah, people always try to make it seem like their story to their success was very easy, but I sort of completely believe their version. They really do like seem like the two luckiest men of all time. Like, just they made this like weird comic, and then it sort of just was handed to them on a silver platter, and then it just ran out of control. They had nothing to do with it running out of control in my mind. Well, yeah. A little bit, but but they were just like insane. It was Beatlemania, but they didn't have to have very much talent too make it happen so mike your first exposure to the ninja turtles was the toys was the action figures from yes Playmates. i got Raphael and leonardo for my birthday which would have to have been then in 89 so i was five because the cartoon was on when i got it so so this started in 88 do we know what month do we know summer of 88 okay is the official launch of the toy line okay and then the original animated series aired i believe in october of 88 yeah okay so then in march of 89 i get leonardo and Raphael toys and i'm fascinated by it and i uh, my mom i think was like her friend the story she likes to tell is that her friend was like have you ever heard of a thing called teenage mutant ninja turtles like she's reading out of a tv guide and then I got me the figures, which then I think she was like, well, let's look up and see when the show is on. And I, I watched <laughs> the show. And then I remember distinctly going to what I believe was called Child's World, which was a chain of toy stores in the Midwest. and getting, Now being used by Trump to hold illegal immigrant children. I believe yes. now it's Uber headquarters in Chicago. <laughs> it's some terrible thing, whatever it which is. It could be both. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, then getting Michelangelo and Donatello at Child's World and then just the, th- the whole thing consuming my life for five years. Now it's, it's it's interesting that you say you got him as a gift because I remember that the turtles were the first thing that my grandparents and parents ever, like, reacted to that I was mm-hmm. into. Like, it stuck out to them. Like, yeah. they thought it was the weirdest thing That's... they had ever seen in their lives. Uh-huh. They couldn't figure out what this thing is. G.I. Joe, it's understandable. Yeah. Wrestling, it's understandable. But it blew their mind that there would be something called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the story well, yeah, my And mom it tells. stuck. Yeah, that's the story my mom tells, too. So I guess for whatever reason, parents were just like, what is this? This is outrageous, this child's entertainment. Well, it sounds like a kid who won at that Scrabble game where you just shake the box and pull words. Like, there are random words hodgepodge mm-hmm. together. I think a lot of people are immediately like... What those don't belong together? They're n- turtles and they're ninjas, but they're also teenagers. And mutants are popular, so we'll just see yeah, what happens were go- there. Were they, they? Were mutants popular? Was that? I don't know. That had to have been popular, around the time yeah. the X Men was around, maybe. Well, they were goof. I mean, they say they were goofing on Daredevil and X Men. Yeah, where it was a big. It was a parody and of, of all that stuff in comics, but that floor. stuff wasn't that popular yet. I, mean, I think that's like one of the keys to launching a successful franchise like this is if you can. Like, get the parents to at least recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're in. Yes, because they're the gatekeeper for a child, obviously, uh, which is why now everything is just stuff that the parent would know. That's why you're making a Yogi Bear movie, which was, what, five years ago already? But, like, because the sure parent they're making another one. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reboot of Yogi Bear movie. Um, but that's why, yeah, they just the parents are the ones who decide. So, like, you all you have to do is trick parents with a long, weird title, maybe, and you're in. Maybe that's the formula for our success 
in the entertainment business is tricking some parents with a very wordy, weird Well, title. now they just trick us with the thing we grew up with. So well, now I walk I into saying, the store yeah. and I'm like, Donatello again? My kid will like this and then I'll take it away. Mm-hmm. And what have is it that my accent? Own. I don't know. <laughs> it comes very out. Offensive. It's like half it's like Jersey, a half Italian. weird Italian, Italian stereotype. It's fine. I'm Italian. I, can I don't do want that. that kind of stuff mm-hmm. on the show. <laughs> Look at this. It's Donatello. Hey, See? I'm walking here to buy a toy. <laughs> so, Mike, how old would you have been roughly uh, when you got into the Turtles? Five. Yeah. It was my birthday in 89, so five years old. Um, and Perfect. Just the perfect... Yeah. Oh, I, my brain is a sponge. I was looking through all the all the pictures of all the old toys, and nothing. You know, they say like you know, you, you're all your like weird sexual fetishes. You know, are formed when you're very young by things. I don't know that I even really have any strong fetishes, but when I see the packaging of these toys, it does something in my brain. I'm not saying I get aroused, but I get very excited. Like more so, if you were to put. Get a whole like rack and recreate a pet like the pegs and and put all these old toys up there in their full packaging. It's maybe the most joy I could feel in my life still. Like like I would still be able to harness that excitement. Right. I uh, actually have an ex uh, who won't be mentioned. Who <laughs> her first any sort of sexual like feelings were toward Raphael mm. in the movie. The Awful. first time she felt any sort of yeah. like sexual arousal. Oh, does she like to That's... derail storylines and then watch somebody get whooped and have to come back? Man, well, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe she just was it, like liked his nice his like attitude. He was a cool guy who didn't yeah, take probably. bullshit from anybody. This is not dissimilar to people saying the fox from the Robin Hood Disney movie. Well, right. that I understand, Raphael. Which may, well, but he's he's he, a good looking fox. He's a good-looking fox, but Raphael is a confident, moody, brooding, angsty guy. He's a classic, like, bad boy that you shouldn't fall for. So I get that, too. I dressed as uh, Donatello in a trench coat for Halloween one year. Oh. It was the perfect uh, cheat Ninja Turtle costume because all you needed was the mask. Right. And then the trench coat and the hat went over. Oh, the, I was a Ninja Turtle. This is how, ba- how crazy I was into Ninja Turtles. I was a Ninja Turtle two years in a row, which I never repeated wow. costume. They were different costumes. It was Michelangelo do. one year, then Raphael the second year. Um, the costumes looked like shit. Uh, I had uh, knew some kids in school who their mom had made them elaborate foam Ninja Turtle costumes that were puffy. They looked like oh, just a little bit them. worse than like... You know um, what the turtles at Disney's MGM Studios look like if you if you've never seen that video, uh, it's fantastic. But like when I met the turtles at Cub Foods, so they could sign my box of Ninja Turtle cookies, these costumes that this kid had looked very close to these costumes. They were incredible costumes. Uh, that should not be allowed. A kid should not be allowed to have that authentic of a Ninja Turtle. Costume. I I agree in hindsight, but I was just I was just jealous at the time. Uh, so you get the four turtles. Yes. Back to 1989, the Playmates line. Uh-huh. You get the four turtles. Where do you go from there? Well, I'm try- I mean, obviously, this is a little fuzzy in my head because I don't know the exact timeline. So the fr- so so the first line of turtles is just are there just the four main characters or is Splinter and April are they in that first line? Uh, there was also Splinter and uh, Shredder in the first line. Okay, because I get uh, I them technically very close because they were shown on the back. And I think yeah. Bebop and Rock City too. I'm not sure about April. I think April was added in later. 
like yeah. So I mean, I remember I very quickly I think was like I need Bebop Rocksteady. I got Splinter. I got Shredder. Um, I don't have any specific memories of getting them. I don't know when I got them. The thing that I remember about April was April was the first figure that I remember looking for well, for y- collector yes. purposes. You couldn't find her. Yeah. It was not available anywhere. That happened with I think the yellow and pink Rangers when Power Rangers came out. Was oh, that I have stories about put, that as well. Yes, yeah, all of the boxes that were shipped just had less. Like yes. that was kind of the Turtles was almost that weird start for toy marketing where somebody in a room just went, "It's for boys," sure, and they yeah. don't want the girl, and that kind of carried on One until per case. yeah. Exactly. But there were also variants of April. Yes, and oh, yeah. it was the first time that I remember hearing about variants of a figure and right. actually going out and there were ridiculous like factory error variants mm-hmm. like one of them had no stripe on the leg one of them right. had a stripe one of them had a blue stripe one of them had a red stripe yellow it was all ridiculous but you needed all of them so you how you're what nine or ten at this point and you're hearing about these variants because i'm five yeah. or six and i have i do have an april story of finding april that's very bur- burning my brain. But you f- you remember knowing that there was variants. Because I had no clue that that was a thing. Yeah, variant. Same. What would be a variant? Yeah, I was even it, younger. So I'm, I'm young. I'm yeah. a young boy. I don't know about variants. Yeah, Blake, were you even born in 88? I was born no. in 89. So to me, the turtles have just been so The turtles predate you. Yeah. yeah. By a year. That <laughs> blows my mind. Yep. Like Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. They you, have just they've been They've always existed in your world. They're a constant mm-hmm. in my life. It's wow. like them, Nintendo, and Spider-Man, and Star Wars. You don't people. remember a time when there was no Ninja Turtles. I don't remember a time without turtles. I couldn't tell you my first one. As far as I know, I just showed up and my dad was like we already have leonardo and donatello it was like the the turtles was the first line that i remember going from like a kid buying toys to play with mm-hmm. to buying toys to collect right and i can't even tell you how i knew there were different ver- variants of april i feel like maybe we heard from like employees at the toy stores or maybe the comic book stores. For me, it was that same kind of uncle who works at Nintendo thing where you'd get to school and someone would claim that their April had a red line or had a blue shirt or had this. Uh And it became that almost myth to go to the Target or Toys R Us or KB Toys and see what you could find. Like That's how it was for me. I will say that like my grandmother was a big collector. She was a Barbie doll collector. So she was on top of toy collecting from before I was born. And when she saw the Ninja Turtles, she thought, this is something that is going to be worth money and we should be collecting. Interesting. So she really, every time we would buy a Ninja Turtle, she would buy another one and keep it in the package and put it aside. And she got really into the variants and stuff like that. Right. Uh, April was the first toy I was hunting for. It was not, uh, it was not obviously collecting wise, but it was just, I couldn't find her. And I remember there was a store called Venture in the Midwest. Yep. Do you know Venture? Oh, I know Venture you were well, out for my Venture. Friend. Okay. So Venture, we would always go there every Wednesday with my grandma because it was senior day and it was 10%. And if I really think about it, like, why do we need to go there every week? There's no reason we didn't need – anyway, it was a family I was also thing. there an odd amount of time. That was a yeah. weird place. You oh. just went. Yeah, <laughs> we just went to Venture. They had, like, stale popcorn you could buy and right. an icy machine that I would beg to get an icy for. 
Um, but it was like a it was like a less good target. Right. It was predicting the future of all American malls and that mm-hmm. it would just die. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I did my usual thing where I would make a beeline for the toys. You'd look through all the different toys to find April. No, no dice this time. I'm walking. I remember. I this is a, so bizarre how clear this memory is in my head, and I'm six years old, and I'm walking like through the through the like checkout aisles, like with my mom or some my grandma. And I remember like four or five aisles down seeing a face down turtle toy. I just I remember seeing it and going, I wonder if that's April. Is that a, like I could I could sense it was April. I felt April was there. I ran over, I picked it up, it was April, and it was like I got more enjoyment and excitement than like when I scored a goal in soccer, which happened very rarely. But that was like the greatest triumph that I had probably experienced up to that point is finding April. Somebody had discarded her at the checkout. Some poor kid who got up yes. to the checkout and their mom was like, we're not no, buying this. we're not buying April. But he, that, <clears throat> he or she knew April was hard to get and the mom was being foolish by not allowing it. Yeah, I have a lot of memories from the turtle line like that. Specifically, I, I, I can't remember April, but I vividly remember finding Ray Filet. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, who was another clear. difficult one to find. Yeah. We went to a different – I'm trying to think. We went to a different Toys R Us where I found Ray Filet. Ray Filet, also known as Man Ray – in the comics, also, which what he has a different name too, right? Isn't he like three names? Oh, are those maybe those are the only two? I think those are the two. Okay, I'm thinking maybe a different character, but Man Ray is what they call him in the in the comics. Yeah, I remember him being the first like kind of weird outside the box character. Yes, and him being an add on to the line. Well, yeah. that what did that came in a different line as well? That that's a little bit of a jump too, right? They they had released all these other ones before, like like Casey and Ace Duck were before. That is a bit of a jump, yeah. There, yeah, Casey Jones, Ace Duck. Um, there was the robots. Uh, yeah, so so I guess yeah. The next line was Krang, Usabi, Jimbo. Yes, yeah. there you go. We don't have to go in chronological order. I'm just I'm trying to get my bearings of like my memories of. Of, of growing up, him. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they Ray Filet was definitely like I don't think he had been in any comics or any TV shows yet, right? Like he predated. So like, do you guys have any information? Like Playmates were they creating these toys, and then they were like, you got to put them in the show or well, in the comic. S- they did start to do that because it got the original Turtles line. I mean, even going back all the way to the original book is short. Like you you're get right. four turtles, Shredder, a Foot Soldier, April, and Casey Jones, and you're done. Right. As far as the comics are concerned, like the first issue was they kill Shredder and we go home. Right. Um, obviously, all of that changed a million times over, but so they did kind of start to do the like I guess like Transformers, GI Joes. A lot of these companies were toys to cartoons. Sell the toys, make the cartoon. Right. The cartoon is a marketing tool for the toy. Um, of and they also started adding. Video games are getting big. I know a handful of characters. I want to say like Wingnuts. Yes, he's and, in the man. He's in the Ray Filet line. Yeah, and that all kind of started to me, and I could be incorrect. This is just my own growing up knowledge. That started in the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis game Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Oh, I'm well aware of that. So you're saying? So I'm just wondering if these characters were being designed internally at Playmates or if they were coming. I just wonder where they start. I think they're they're pulling them from everywhere. It's kind of a the the line's really weird that way, right? Because some of them are being pulled from the comics, some of them are being pulled from comics that aren't Ninja Turtle comics, like uh, Usagi Ujimbo, right? And uh, Future Toy from a different 
a different comic or something. I forget. There's a history of Fugitoid. But he has an episode of the cartoon, and yeah. then he's in the comics. And then uh, some of these were created Hondo just as right. figures. Because, like, Ace Stuck was in one cartoon, I think. One episode. You know, I loved the toys so much more than the cartoon or any of the media for Ninja Turtles. It's one of the few things where I feel like I concentrated on the toys more than the cartoons totally. and the movies. Yeah, um, I, I I feel kind of similar. I just the only car, the only thing I liked more was probably the Archie comic specifically. Um, so eighty so nine, we they had Ace Duck, Krang, Genghis Frog. Uh, Baxter Stockman, Casey Jones, Leatherhead, uh, Metalhead, Rat King, Usagi Jumbo. Uh, I feel like those were all pretty easy to get. That all blends in my mind. That they, does as well, yeah, with me. That was a line, and I might be wrong, but at least as a kid, a lot of the kind of like deeper cuts, at least where I was growing up, were way easy to find. Turtles, for me, almost very quickly became a line that was... If you wanted any Turtles figure, you found it, mm-hmm. but you were never going to see an original Leonardo, an original Donatello, an original Raphael you, again. You had to how, settle for the basketball ones and the monster ones. Uh, see, not for me. For me, it was those one-off characters that were hard to find because yeah. 1990 rolls around. And in 1990, there were tons of new characters, and they were spread out throughout the yeah. year. They would mix like one right. or two into the assortments. You would find out that there were new figures by looking on the backs Yes. Uh, on the card oh. backs of the toys so and seeing what was coming that, out. Man. I miss looking at the back and reading a bio of a character and seeing a list of other weird people. And well, yeah, I was like toys. I, what was so exciting about the, that era was like you'd be like, I really want there to be Darkwing Duck toys. I have no way to know if there are. Right. Let's go to Toys R Us and see if they've ha- if, it's, if it's happened yet. And then it wouldn't, and you'd be like, gosh. No. And, like, you'd go there, and all of a sudden you'd be like, oh, there is a, finally a line of Darkwing Duck toys. And then, like, it was a dis- it was discovery, you know? You were like yeah. an archaeologist. There was a, a hunt. You'd dig through racks yeah. and kind of look through. And yes. Very exciting. But that, I think, was one of the things that was so appealing to me about the Turtle line, with them creating so many characters that were just in the toy line, that that was the introduction of those characters. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The first I mean, time I saw, like, Ray Filet uh-huh. was on the back of a card. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you could – you would sort of imagine, like, whatever they were going to do with him in the cartoon was not nearly as exciting as what your brain would have made up. when. No. You, first yeah. of all, he could change his chest color in the bathtub. So it's one of the first toy turtle toys I think I played with in the tub, which was very exciting. I don't remember oh. the adventure specifically he went on, but – that was fun, but like you would make up a whole thing for them, and then it would probably be a letdown when you know you'd finally get to see that cartoon. Because let's be honest, cartoon very iconic, not particularly good. It's one of the few cartoons from the nineties. Yeah, I guess the nineties, late eighties, early nineties, where I think you look back at the X Men cartoon, Batman animated series, Gargoyles. There's this you can still watch them today and get some like adult entertainment well, out of yeah. it. The Turtles is one that I will happily. As much as I love all things turtles, keep in that past. That whenever I meet mm-hmm. someone, like we could binge all of them. I'm like, hey, we yeah, don't yeah, need to. No, no need to do they that. They just fight the robot men because they yeah. couldn't hit people with swords in real life. Sure. Um, so 1990 is like that's the banner year that, because we got Wingnut and Screw yes, Loose. I'm we have Muckman slash uh-huh. Ray Filet. Uh, Pizza Face was another one that was difficult Pizza for me Face, to find. Pizza Face, I recall being hard to get as well. I don't remember when I finally got him. I remember this. This is another. This is just. It's bizarre how the, the some of the best moments of my life are on like a particular figure. Scumbug. I don't know why. 
We went to Toys R Us. I found Scumbug finally. And then, like, I took him out of the package, and I was just, like, walking around my grandmother's house staring at this creepy bug man. <laughs> and I was so ple- – like, I was so happy. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about him specifically. But this whole line, this one more than maybe any other line when I was looking through all these, this might be my favorite. Yeah, I like, think the I think the 1990 release of Turtles is one of the best – yeah. Toy line oh, releases yeah. of all times. All the designs are amazing. The colors are amazing. Yeah. And yeah, like I completely understand what you're saying about Scumbug <laughs> because the colors are great. Uh-huh. Uh, the look of it is just awesome. Like, yes. it really speaks to you. And as a child, like these things were mind blowing. Yeah. Especially because the designs of the other toy lines at the times, your G.I. Joe's, your He Man's, your Star Wars, I loved all of them, but none of them were like crazy. They were all kind of basic designs. Right, and right. these were nuts. And the other kind of weird thing about the turtles that I'm thinking about, even like looking at the NECA ones that I have here in front of us, if you compare them just by the sheer fact that they're turtles to a Star Wars, G.I. Joe, He-Man, whatever, they're kind of the only toys that are like thick. Everything else is shaped like a like a man. Yeah, right. And they have this kind of bulbous back. There's a lot more depth and detail and kind of like cuts, I guess, in the plastic, you would say. Mm-hmm. So it and they were it sturdy. Denser in your like hands. you could play right. with these. You could do anything with these things. Yeah. And they I were mean, built like tanks. Yeah. You could whip them at each other in fights if you couldn't get a food fight going. You know, Michelangelo, my original Michelangelo lost his head. Uh, April, oh, no. <laughs> April lost her leg, I believe. Her leg is off. My, her leg is off. Um, I think Shredder also maybe his arm fell off. But, but you know, most of these were – most of these are still intact. I, ha- I still have all of these. Now, right around the same time as these lines, late 89, early 90, they release – what is quite possibly the greatest toy of all time, hmm. the pizza thrower. Oh, yes. yeah. I had the pizza thrower, um, and it was great. I don't know that I, I – I, if we're talking vehicles for this original line, I think you got to give it up to the blimp. The blimp's great. But I think if you're, you're saying just from a from, – For play value, uh-huh. construction, yeah, invention yeah. – marketing, everything, mm-hmm. top to bottom. The pizza thrower was amazing. Yeah, I put the pizza thrower up there. I don't know. I Look, I don't want to get controversial on your, your episode here, but I think I don't put it at the t- highest. But it's fun because you can knock your characters over with. Right. Very rarely did you have a gun that shot something. Right, and when you did, it never worked. Like I yes. feel like the missiles on the G.I. Joes and stuff like that, they right. either just like – petered out just slightly out of the vehicle or they shot out at a speed yeah. that you could not control yeah. and you would never find it again. Well, the pizza just... shooter was perfect. It came out at the perfect speed, the perfect mm-hmm. height. It came with a bunch of them. So if you yes. lost them, you could keep reloading that That was thing. a good point too because, yes, it wouldn't be just two because some guys said the character that spring-loaded something, it would be one thing and it would be over. You could like mow down a whole a row whole of characters. Blake, did you have the pizza shooter? Of course I did. Okay. I had all of these wonderful, okay, wonderful you did. things. Um, but the, the pizza thrower to me, too, was fun because as a kid, everything shot missiles and rockets and guns. And obviously America right now is plagued with guns. And it was kind of but nice to But not pizza shooters. Exactly. This is my right point now. is that if you shot pizzas in no world, to me, is that not hilarious? Mm-hmm. There's no world where as a kid someone comes in and is like, okay, guys, we're going to save the day. Batman needs our help. The Joker is at it again. He's poisoned the well. The children are dying. What do we do? And this ragtag team of turtles is like, we've got it. We're going to throw a bunch of pizza at him. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of the plan. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah, it's a very fun offense. It's a very fun uh, way to, I guess, I don't know if, I, look, the logic of the pizza shooter is in, uh, maybe be called into question. Like, are they extra hard pizzas? Are they just deep dish pizzas? Because if you shot a deep dish pizza at a very high speed, it would knock someone unconscious well, I assume in the head. I also feel like the turtles, the turtles wouldn't want to shoot their pizzas. I'm well, looking at the thing here, and I'm trying to see if there was some logic on the actual back of the package. Oh, the pizzas on here, even though I believe this was not the case, the pizzas look like they have a pan attached on the back of the box, which was not the oh, case with the pizza itself. It yeah, I don't tan think, yeah. Round to look, a tan like rim to look like it was crushed. That makes more sense as a weapon. It makes a lot yeah. more sense. Look at this. It's silver here. Then you're still just ah. back in the box. Pizza, you could just shoot the tin out. Could it oh, be? and it's also silver on the little uh, yes. drawing. So the logic well, the of this design. makes a ton more sense. Uh, of course, you're right. They should have just shot the tins, but it would be less fun. Um, now, when they rebooted the line in the early 2000s, in 2003, they the replaced... the mutation, right? I don't even know, and I don't care. <laughs> if it's out of the 90s, I'm done. Uh, but during that relaunch, they re-released the pizza thrower as a manhole cover shooter. Yeah. Right. A much more violent, oh, like yeah. extreme That's what it weapon. is in the new, in the most recent Michael Bay one too. They're throwing manhole covers. Yeah. That oh, seems yeah, so yeah, dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Yes. Well, um, I mean, it totally. is. But again, to Mike's point, the logic of stopping terrible supervillains, I mean, the Shredder is just made of knives. He's just going to cut through pizza. You know, I don't know uh, how far down the uh, logic hole we want to get with Ninja Turtles. That's kind of the fun of the line is that there is no logic to the turtles at all. Uh, Your imagination can go anywhere. Uh, All I'm saying is what does it have to go as violent as shooting manhole covers? Let's stick with pieces. It's the Batman Begins opening. They get bullet-piercing rounds. They get Kevlar vests. Batman shows up. The Joker shows up. You have to... You know, it's a preliminary attack. The original pizza thrower itself, Mm -hmm. such a good toy that Playmates used it over again. Oh, really? Yeah. uh, The first time it was meant to uh, be repurposed as a worm thrower for the Earthworm Gym line. Awesome. But that did not come out. It was re-released as a chicken pot pie thrower for the Chicken Run line of toys that came out for that's that movie. That's years later, that's right? Awesome. Years later. That, yeah, that's not even... What year is that? 2000? 2003, So it's two? a 10-year-old piece of technology that they just reused. That's how good of a toy that is. It is It is good. I still have it. I would be interested to know if it still works. All these vehicles in the first couple of years are awesome. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. Cheapskate, which is just a bigger um, like skateboard that had a light on it and had like a thing we would kick like a foot that would kick the foot i guess that was the idea and a big cool fan on the on the back the knucklehead yep which was just like a a six looks like six arms that would like trap the turtle in it it was a bad guy it was a foot vehicle because they weren't they didn't have to stick to any sort of ip from the cartoon or the movie or anything they just do whatever they wanted so they were they were coming out with stuff that was toy based Putting, like, the play value of the toy first. Mm -hmm. I think that was a freedom the 90s gave a lot of toys lines. I mean, there was, to my knowledge, never a, like, underwater Batman, but he had 
a suit for every day of the week and yeah, the toy the, line. But the difference, and you're right about that, but the difference with that is that I, as a kid, even would kind of roll my eyes at those. Oh, they were terrible. You just wanted Batman. And I just mostly wanted a, a normal Batman. And if I, like, but for whatever reason, the turtles just went, maybe the design and stuff, I rarely rolled my eyes at what was clearly cash, like yeah. cash grabs. And to this day, if I see a turtle in a stupid costume, I'll buy it. Yeah, but I for mean, some reason, I well, won't do that with other that, hero yes, yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. They're one of the very few toy lines that managed to pull off adding ridiculousness to their legacy. Like they've, I think the first kind of not straight turtles were the sports ones, and then they eventually did like the. Well, they first did the uh, the guys in disguise. They first like right. put put Donatello in a disguise. That's my first memory of the of like a different version. Yeah, um, and then. And then there were the shells that opened up, and you could store right. stuff in. I do remember when that when I got that first Donatello, I thought that the the jacket was going to be like like uh, like uh, not plastic. I thought it would just be like a cloth jacket, and I could yeah. change it out. And I was disappointed that it was plastic because and actually, I take that back. Even before that, I I was hoping it was just clothes, like doll clothes. Yeah, and then I could buy four of them for all four of them. Um, but that was not the case, and it was a lip. That was, I'll say, that's one of the only disappointments I had with the line at that point. So as we get into '91, I feel like things start getting a little crazier, and I start getting slightly less interested. I don't know why. I don't know what happened in '91 that didn't appeal to me as much as the glory days of Ray Filet oh. and Mutant Gen Man. You may have just been distracted by the Gulf War. Is it tumultuous time for our oh, country? That's Justin? true. That's a good point. Uh, uh, so wait, what's? Uh, let me see 91 here to make sure I'm lined well, up. Well, we got Sergeant Bananas. I never owned Sergeant Bananas. Uh, Walkabout, the Kangaroo. I for sure owned Walkabout, the Kangaroo. Yeah. I like that name. Uh, Tattoo, who was a sumo wrestler yep. with tattoos on him. I did not own tattoos. So this is the first. This is the first line where I don't get everything. Also, so you fell out quick. Ninety one. No, well, you're but I have out. a lot of the. I have a lot of the other ones. Okay. But also, this is shameful because I was still collecting a lot after this. So I got for whatever reason. I have worms for space sure. Space Usagi. I have Space Usagi. I would never not have Space Usagi Ujimbo. Why would you not never have Space Usagi Because Ujimbo? he's a rabbit and he's a space – like I loved Bucky O'Hare. Yeah, you got like, me there. So, <laughs> yeah. of course. Yeah, there was yeah. that rabbit man mm-hmm. in the original Star Wars comics. Do, this all makes sense. 91 is also the year where I feel like they start to go a little overboard for the first time with the different turtles. Is that when Rock and Roll rock Turtles and roll. happens? Yes, Rock and Roll Turtles, Sports Turtles. <laughs> when these came out, I was way back in. I lo- You said 91 falls off, but then I realized these are 91. These are awesome. Yeah. I love these. If NECA made $100 versions of these toys, I would st- I would buy these toys in two seconds. I These are maybe my favorite of the variations on the Turtles. Now, I definitely misspoke. I agree with you. I yeah. definitely misspoke because – I didn't mean that the whole line fell off. Yeah. The extra, the side characters fell off. I see. And, and it's an exchange for the glory years uh, of weird turtles. Yes, that's yeah. fair. Because also, I, I did prove your point by saying, well, then I don't have all the side characters. I didn't get all the side characters because I, I didn't necessarily need that, like, strange sumo man that was not in any cartoon or comic. Tattoo. Tattoo. Port- or no, he maybe he was. 
I really would need should, to look up tattoo. Really I have a do not know the tattoo lore. So there's also there was a there's hose him down Don, which was a yes. firefighter. That just sounds like a porno now. Uh, <laughs> it is a porno. I'm sure. Uh, make my day, Leo, who was also a cop, kind of who I guess like uh-huh. wanted wanted you to uh, come at him in some way that, that makes sense. Yeah. Justifiable that turtle in. violence, and then mutant military turtles, uh, which were turtles. Most of them wearing what the soldiers in the Persian Gulf were now, wearing at the time. Oh my. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that that's where I was going to get. Slightly to. disturbing to me now, and I think Leo even has a gas mask. Twenty-eight, they'll take you before they take me. Yeah, I didn't have. I think I had that sailor. I think I have. Raf- is Raphael the sailor? Yeah. I have a Sailor Raphael. Were they ever the YMCA singers? What is Raphael? You know, I bet you could make the village people turtles (laughs) out of existing turtles. Thank you for also saying the village people instead of the YMCA people. Well, I know you're a child. Uh, wow. So I, what, who do I have as a sailor then? I swear I have a sailor Raphael. He may have been made later. I'm sure I, at some there's point. Another, there was a whole like Fleet Week line of Ninja <laughs> yes. Turtles. You could 100% convince Cowabunga, that it's a... Fleet Week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, then then we got like Dirtbag there. And I love Dirtbag. I have a real – a Dirtbag and Groundchuck. I remember that season of the show because I think they're both in like a premiere of a of a turtle season. Uh, Dirtbag is a badger. It's uh, a good question. Um, Some sort of rodent type creature. He's a rodent, but a he's bowl, also he has perhaps. a hard hat and he has a little light on it. Ground chuck, definitely a bull for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, uh, Chrome Dome there too. I had and Super Shredder. So this is right after or right around Ninja Secrets Turtles two. Of the ooze. Um, now there is an there's an interesting figure here from ninety one, uh, Zach the Neutrino. Yes, Neutrino. Yes, I have Zach from the Neutrinos. Now I feel like the Neutrinos were in a lot of different turtle media. They were in the cartoon. Yes, they were in the cartoon for sure. But they were also in the Archie comic. The Neutrinos were not in the Archie comic. They were the only time they appeared in the comic was much later when IDW was making. Uh, but they were in the cartoon. But they were for sure in the yeah. cartoon because the uh, the one the the female neutrino had a crush on Michelangelo and she would like kiss him on the cheek, not not in a more intimate way. Dask, Kala, and Zach were the neutrinos, and they were like cool. If you don't remember, they're kind of like cool '50s space kids. Yeah, it's like if the Burger King's Kids Club was in like Tomorrowland. Yeah. The, so I'm trying to think when the. When, one of my favorite vehicles is the Neutrino car. Oh, yeah. That thing was awesome. That yeah. thing, I think maybe I would actually say it's my favorite of all the vehicles. Because it would turn, the wheels would, would fold in, and then it would fly. But it had, like, seats, and there was, like, a, rock, there was a I guess, like, a missile launcher in the back of it. And you right. could put a character on that. And I love that thing. That thing was my favorite. I think I even still have all the pieces of it. It was, like, a cherished, cherished uh, possession of mine. So then we get into 92, and now, by 92, Playmates is just releasing as much Turtle product mm-hmm. as possible. They're celebrating the fifth anniversary of the line at that point. I remember there was a golden Leonardo <laughs> Yep. Yeah, figure. yeah, yeah. I did uh, not have it. I think I had it. I'm sure I had it, actually. I don't know. We'll through that you have everything, vault. so yeah, you would have. That Prince-esque vault of just Turtle figures you keep. <laughs> So, uh, Blake, we do start rounding out your Village People Turtles yes. in 92 with a uh, Native American turtle, a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also uh, 
a Mexican I'm, stereotype. I'm looking character. for problematic. I'm, line. I'm looking for the non-problematic name <laughs> yeah. of what that turtle would I be. I have him. Of. It's Bandito. What is it called? Ba- Bashin. Bandito Bashin, Mike. So he's beating up Bandito. Yeah, it's basically oh, Sicario no. the yeah. Turtles. Oh God, Sicario's yeah, two secret of Trump's moves. favorite turtle, Bandito yeah. Bashin, Mike. <laughs> yeah. And he's uh, like he Mike's appro- the bandito basher. That's very disappointing for some reason. <laughs> well, he uh, uh, appropriated. He's the uh, party dude. Not the he appropriated uh, the culture of rap culture, and now he's appropriating Mexican culture. I mean, and then there's a full line of uh, Olympic Ninja Turtles with yeah, them each doing I remember a different. That was that around the Olympics in the '90s, or was that? 96 was the oh, Olympics. We're always in the around 90s. in Olympics. I feel like there are, yeah. every time you look, there's an work. Olympics. 92, it's an even year, so at least there's that's a higher percentage chance there was an Olympics then. And then there's a line of beach yeah. turtles, a lifeguard, a volleyball either. player. There were too many things at this beach point. Beachcomb and Mike. Just, I feel like you should have Beachcomb and Mike. I, that's that, basically a Jimmy Buffett Ninja No, turtle. I know, and I'm looking at it now, and I do not have Beachcomb and I do. Wait, do I? Well, we're going to have to change that. i got to go through the go through the storage uh, and then there's a right really weird, like, like these are any more weird than the others, but for some reason, just a preposterous line. There's a line of the of of, of the Ninja Turtles dressed as children's birthday party entertainers. <laughs> nope. There's <laughs> nope. There I is love these. A magician. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a these clown. The, yeah. These and are they're the, clearly not like, allowed within five feet of a school anymore. Yes. <laughs> I have the clown. I have the clown Michelangelo for sure. Why? Uh, because <laughs> I thought it was fun, and it is fun. And his legs uh, they extend, so you can like he of has kind of stilt legs. <laughs> and I have him for sure. They all have actions. The uh, the magician yeah, has a rabbit that pops out of his hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love these. Uh, I love to imagine that the turtles hit hard times and had to entertain at children's birthdays on That's the weekends. The Ghostbusters two joke, yeah, yeah, is that they're when they're entertaining at birthday parties before. And there's your gold one. Uh, there's also more uh, war reenactment turtles. Oh, oh I have Raph, I have uh, I have Raph the Green Beret. I have him. Uh, the Leonardo is he's dressed like uh, Larry Storch from F Troop. General Lee. That's Leonardo. a reference that you're not going to get probably, and I shouldn't even get. Um, but then Raphael is Yankee Doodle Raph on the Civil War, hopefully in a Union outfit. I, I don't think that, here, that we can bet on those chips based on the other ones. Uh, but on, although Bebop and Rocksteady look like they might be in confederate outfits they don't have any I markings i think that's a world war ii outfit <laughs> oh, yeah, there you're on right, you're bebop right, right. a very Fair offensive enough. one you're right it's he's they an put, ss soldier they, they could not have sold this toy in germany we cannot release a nazi <laughs> bebop. Uh, there's three different aprils in 92 yeah i did uh, not have any of the new aprils i was so excited because they added to the rock and roll line and rock and roll mondo gecko had like an acoustic guitar, but it would turn into a scooter or a skateboard. You remember that? There was a weird motif in the 90s where you could ride your instruments. There were a lot of things I remember in like video games and cartoons that were like, oh, but I kick my guitar down and I'll ride it to class. Yeah. Um, so that was very exciting. I remembered for them to have added to that. They should have kept adding all the characters to the rock and roll line. They yes, have they a should stuck, have. A stuck playing a synthesizer. They should have had... Uh, you know, uh, wing nut and screw loose playing like uh, the, maybe the piano at the same time. Like, a big piano at the same time. Oh yeah, they're like playing the like different guys. keys, like ones on the white, like ones that, on the black. Yeah, exactly. Like, like they're playing like half that. and half. Yeah, yeah, they're playing a heart and soul. Ninety two also has one of my favorite characters. 
uh, G Mountie Moose because I have a soft spot for Canadian stereotypes. Uh, of you do. He is a moose who is a Mountie, and he has a little woodchuck or yes. beaver. I also love G Mountie Moose. I own him uh, and his little character. I don't know. Does it say who he's got? What the name of that character is, or no? No, it just says he's of the Royal Mutant Mounted Police. Okay, and let me tell you. The Royal Mutant Mounted Police is the spinoff that I want that we never got. Yeah. If I could pitch a Canadian-based Ninja Turtle show (laughs) about everyone in the Royal Mutant Mounted Police. That's a great idea. A Muckman-type character made out of poutine. Oh, yeah, it's a shame yeah, that we that's didn't a get great more idea. cool spinoffs and instead got like weird turtle ripoffs, like Street Sharks and other Biker four animals. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but there's some, so, but some of that stuff is great, like Bucky O'Hare, some which of it is, is a great. ripoff, yeah. and uh, the Cowboys of Mumesa, which I was a big fan of. Yes, uh, which was obviously just another Ninja Turtle ripoff. So I guess uh, here's a question: Would you? integrate your Cowboys of Moo Mesa and Bucky O'Hare figures with your turtle figures when playing with them? Uh, that's a very good question. I don't uh, – I'm trying to remember. I think on occasion I would, but I don't think they were in, in the regular rotation. I think I, I like to keep it in the same narrative. That being said, I had a, a whole range of stuffed animals I would keep on my bed. And like Wiley Coyote, Ernie from Sesame Street, one Michelangelo – and I had like Sonic the Hedgehog, all these things. And I used to play with those. And they were all in a long narrative story that I kept up in my head for years. That's when I would combine universes in that play area. But I don't think I did it as much in the action figures. Were you still playing with the action figures at 12, 13, 14? No. Right. By I, this point, I was setting them up and collecting Right. even at like 10. Uh-huh. Did you play with the figures? I probably dropped off of playing with Figures around, I would say around nine, nine, ten, maybe mm-hmm. eleven. That around makes sense. like playing, I think Pokemon became big and running around with my Game Boy started being the thing. That's also around the time I got into trading cards, the Star Wars card game, the Pokemon card game. Sure, were very big parts of my life. When I even got the original four, I remember the Christmas where I did, and I, I think it was the same year I got my Nintendo sixty four. I opened that up 96. and I got Mario sixty four. At that point, were they the re like issued originals? No, the play. Well, yeah, the Playmates yeah. line lasted until nineteen ninety seven. Right, right. Even though ninety two, I think, is kind of where I start falling off. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I don't remember buying much of them after ninety two. They weren't really around, and I think that's why. Almost one of the frustrations I remember having as a little kid was going into a Target and Toys R Us and being like, "Cool, I can get Donatello as a baseball player, but I just mm-hmm. want." Donatello like that's the thing that I want Um, and I know I know my dad I think I don't want to say went to the ends of the earth but I know he got like a few of one or two of them like they were still making them they were definitely still around he may have literally gone to the ends of the earth and just driven around a boatload so Blake favorite Ninja Turtle action figure action figure I really did like the Rat King. I thought that was a cool one. Rat King. Oh, I really huh. thought he was. I just thought he was hilarious. <laughs> like I was such huh. a stupid. I always thought Rat King was like a boring looking figure. I agree. I, I thought he was so silly. Too. I like him. Okay. Yeah. Krang We're not going to turtle shame there. here. Krang was always for till the, the end of time. The big android body or the, yeah. or the small one. The big android body. That yeah, was, that was. I when, love that man. When the big android body Krang came out, that was a miracle. Yeah. I felt like we were that was the one thing from the cartoon that I really wanted them to make and I feel like it took a while. It took a long time. I didn't I didn't have it. 
it's a source of shame oh, for me and upset that it's that I always There's wanted no it and I never got it. I don't know why certain oh, ones fall by the wayside. Did they ever way. make a really big techno drum? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't have that either. Beautiful. Another thing, my friend down the street had the technodrome and had the crank, oh. and I'd have to go down there to get, like, to play with it. And that was just so depressing. I'm sure I tried to harass my mom and dad for it. So, but. out of everything you had, what was your favorite Playmates turtle? Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. Um, you know, narrowing it down to one is insane. I mean, it's like saying, what's your favorite song of all time? You know, I, I got to put Scumbug up there. I got to put uh, the the Rock and Roll Turtles up there. I loved Wingnut and Screwloose, too. Um, and Slash is such a great figure. We didn't even really talk about him. Like, those couple there, I would have to just put sort of in my top five or ten. Um, and then vehicle-wise, that Neutrino car and the Blimp, even though the, 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 the gas bombs didn't stay on it very well. Mm-hmm. I would have to put those up in the up in the top. I'm gonna go with uh, Ray Fillet. I think. Wow, it still has like I have the most memories yeah. of looking for him and finding him. Yeah, like those are still very vivid in my mind. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. it's one of those figures that when I look at it on the shelf. Like, the memories come flooding back. (laughs) Yeah, see, the toys for me are, like, I don't even think I was aware of hunting toys yet. I just knew the ones I wanted, and a parent had to go and get them and hope. Yeah. And, like... So, Mike, turtle figures that they didn't make. Well, that's obviously... We have this discussion every year. I want toys from this Archie comic series, and a lot of people do not know about this Archie comic series. Yeah, explain to everyone the difference in the Turtle comic series and exactly what this is. So, Mirage, which is the original company that produced or that made the Turtle comics, like it was a pretty dark and gritty Turtle thing, and they had weird characters, and for whatever reason, I did not read that. Maybe I thought it was too scary, Uh, but... I did read the Archie comics. I, I like Archie. That familiar Archie logo was a safe thing for me. I read by Betty and Veronica Jughead, Sonic the Hedgehog, which would come a little bit later. Approved by the my comic f- code. Approved by the comic my code. My very first comic book was a Sonic the Hedgehog Archie comic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Art. I think Archie is a gateway drug for a lot of, of little comic boys and girls. Um, so uh, when they, it was, oh, Archie comic, Ninja Turtles, the first few issues were just sort of like recaps of the cartoon, basically. Um, but after a little while, they started letting them do whatever they wanted, and they introduced new characters. Um, and it's they, the IDW has been reprinting all of them, and they're I've been rereading some of them, and it's not like they're like amazing, but they're crazy. And the most famous thing in my mind of like weirdness is that there's a, a storyline where they go back in time, and they have to get they have to stop Shredder. And Armagon, who's the evil shark who was on the cover of that Turtles Tournament fighter game, uh, they have to stop them from taking Hitler's brain and using it to power a time machine. And they do that, and then at the end, Raphael punches out Hitler. And also, by the way, this is future Raphael, who's lost an eye. He punches out Hitler at the end of it. And as a kid, I was, what, 10, 9? These comics blew my mind. Like, Michelangelo, I remember, got captured by the government in one issue and was, like, tortured. And it was very disturbing and distressing for me. So the answer to unproduced (laughs) figure that you want Uh is Hitler with removable brain? Yeah. You see, that's a tough one because I 
I would secretly buy that. I wouldn't want to like be really displaying that, but I do want. You wouldn't that. put them on the shelf with your SSB bottle. Yeah, you know, those, yeah, you got to complete that set. That's in my private collection. That would not be on display to the guests that come into my home. The timeline in the issue in the Turtle comics is that like the turtles all have their own corporations. It's called like Turtle Co, like Co or something. Yeah, and then like Leonardo runs like a defense contract. Or, like he has like a whole what? team of people. Well, for, also are they still teenagers at this point? No, no, they're old. They're all old. Splinter is dead. They're all old. The sea levels have risen, so it's a it's a global warming thing. Uh, I believe Leonardo is a – he has a team of, like, younger people, and they go out and they protect – they're still the protectors. Donnie has a giant lab. I don't remember what Raphael does. And Michelangelo is, like, an artist or something. And these are, like, middle-aged <laughs> mutant ninja Middle-aged, yes. It's great. And one of them's a defense contractor. Basically, it's, they don't this is say still it, the but Archie Mirage line? Yes, and, and it's it's all – if you look up just Archie, just Archie Future Turtles. Archie Future Turtles. How many issues were they middle-aged turtles? They went – there were a couple issues, and then they would go back to the regular timeline, and then they would come back. So there was a couple different uh, – series of these and then the the last thing that they cut off before they canceled the line was going to be this big thing i think called the future war which was again the future turtles again which were awesome and they were they also had uh cyber cyber outfits which i realized a year ago they made toys of that i never had because they made them in like 95 so they Those were called I the remember. Cyber Samurai Turtles. Yep. And they were from Oh, the I do. Comics. I remember that as well. They yeah. were from the comics and from this specifically. So this was like – that was one of the only times they took something directly from the Archie comics and made them into toys. Um, but I love the Future Turtles. Uh, it was – yeah. It was – they were middle-aged or old turtles. Like, like they made them wrinkle. Like their faces were like a little wrinkly. But they still could kick ass if they had to. Oh, oh I'm sure. Uh, so there's a round of – there also they had the my full we've talked about this before there was a, a the side group called the Mighty Mutanimals who was like Mondo Gecko and Ray Filet and Wingnut Screwloose. Long story short, they had their own comic series for nine issues. It was canceled, and then because it was canceled, and I think maybe out of a protest, in one issue of Ninja Turtles, the main Archie comic series, all of the Mighty Mutanimals were gunned down to, and died. <laughs> gunned down. Gunned down. Not like some like off screen death. Literally, the the villain Null, who was never, or maybe he was in. I don't know if he was in. What kind garage. of animal was Null? Null was not in any animal. He was an evil businessman with horns. He had like the four horsemen of apocalypse, and they were named like pestilence and war and stuff. And they they were just gunned. All these characters I love were so, gunned down. <laughs> so you watched Mondo Gecko, yeah, Screw Loose, Wingnut, Wingnut, uh, Ray Filet, not Ray Filet, yep, dead. Uh, uh, Leatherhead too, I think, die in the just dies all in this? gunned down in this Archie comic. Yeah, in the back of it, yeah, the last issue of this crossover series, and I was just my mind. I was just like I had been hit in the head. I was so out of sorts because like you're not used to that right. ultra violence in a kid's thing. Did the characters come back? Did never? They, no, <laughs> never. The One eye Leonardo from the future didn't like go back in time. No, and I think I was reading about it. Like there were there were, it was tumultuous behind the scenes at this point, and I think this incident starts Archie going. We probably have to stop this comic because it wouldn't be too many issues later when this thing just would. This thing just ended sort of in the middle of a promise of this crazy future war series that was coming, which again was teased years ago that was going to be finally completed. And then Nickelodeon bought Turtles and the whole thing got shelved again. Also, let's just say if someone is going to make those final issues, 
your, your Twitter your Twitter handle is Fat Carlson P H A T C R L S O N. Are the people that, that are responsible? The, the artist's name was Chris Allen, and I believe the man's name is Dean Claren or Clarine, who wrote um, all the, a lot of those comics. Uh, but as far as other toys, there was a character named Cuddly the Cowlick, who was a giant cow's head who would eat the turtles, and they would they would transport somewhere. There was uh, Stump, which was like an evil boxing wrestling promoter who had the turtles wrestle in an intergalactic wrestling ring. Uh, Null, as I talked about. Uh, there was a character named Jara, who was Raphael's girlfriend. I want – for a long time, Raphael was wearing a black suit. Just He kind of had like a cool black suit with like a blue or purple like tinge to it, which was really cool. Hmm. It was his wrestling outfit, and he just decided to keep it on for issues and issues. I want that toy. Uh, all of those, that's, the, that's my holy grail of unproduced turtles. It will never get – unless – they get used in new media. It's not going to happen. So, Mike, I think we we would be remiss if we had you here mm-hmm. and didn't ask about theme parks since sure. you're the king of the theme the, parks. Well, I don't know if I'm the king. Oh, you're the king of the theme oh, parks. I would Fine. 100% say that. One of the kings, I guess, really. Now, there are Ninja Turtle theme park attractions. There's one in the Mall of America, I yeah, believe, based low, on the new... low renty kind of things. The first... Um, the first Ninja Turtles in a theme park was Disney's MGM Studios, and they would make appearances, and they oh, had the turtle van. I disagree. There. Oh, really? There's something earlier. Yes. I believe the first appearance of Ninja Turtles in a theme park was at Universal Studios Hollywood. Oh, interesting. What year? So, like, in, like, 89 or 90 then? I think it was 1991. Was it a ride or a show? No, it was a limited-time attraction. And I have searched for footage of this online. And it does not seem to exist. Then uh, you would be so then we're the, not sure. Well, exactly. the only thing that does exist is on YouTube. There is a commercial for it. It was open only during February. Mm-hmm. It had to have been ninety ninety one. Uh, it was President's Day weekend and the other weekends in February. And for those of you who are familiar with Universal Studios Hollywood, it was placed in the Frankenstein parking structure. They had just built that parking structure, and it hadn't opened yet. You would enter at the top of the parking structure over by where, like, Fifel and that stuff Mm -hmm. either was or eventually would be. And you went down into the Frankenstein parking structure where they had all these mazes set up, and you were down in the Ninja Turtles sewer. That's cool. And I remember going to it and thinking – that it was so much cooler than I thought it was going to be because it was a temporary attraction. Right. And it really stuck out to me. And you'd meet Turtles and you'd meet uh, Shredder. And at the end of the maze, they would give you a free Ninja Turtle figure. Mm. And it was random. They would just wow. pull them out of, like, boxes. From the Playmates line? It From wasn't the Playmates okay. line. No, in the package. Wow. And I remember uh, one of those weekends was my birthday. And we went with my parents and my grandparents, and we all went through the maze. And every time you went through, you would get wow. a figure at the end. So the five of us would go through, and would be handed five figures at the end of the maze. This was free. This was free wow. with park admission. Right. I was oh, going right, to say. You right. had to be park. in the park. Yeah. Right. Um, but we were season pass holders back in the oh, early wow. 90s. So, you know. Five, you go every day and get five five figures. Yep. You can go multiple times a day. But my, wow. my hope was, because on the commercial for this, which you can see on YouTube, 
they showed a wide variety of figures that would be for free. Mm. But when you got there, it was pretty much just the four turtles right. and Shredder. I was hoping that you would get to pick and I could as- I could assemble a army of foot soldiers. Yeah, well, yes, that's a good – that brings yeah. up a point I didn't, didn't uh, mention earlier is that I always wanted an army of foot soldiers. But my mom was like, we can't – we bought one. There's that's We don't need more. But we, I did need more. Oh, you always need more foot soldiers. Right. But this is uh, – this universal attraction is such a vivid memory to me and I would love to see it again. But I can't find any footage. Huh. So if anyone knows of any footage that exists of this, please let well, us know. We'll look. Since I'm one of the kings of theme parks, I'll look into it and see if anyone Yeah, can you knows. call someone? Well, we have a, a, a robust social media presence now with a lot of fans and people that post archived stuff and things that I've never seen before. We just had somebody send us a rough cut of Captain EO, which I had never seen oh, before. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So, like, I could also – I could ask them and they could may- – maybe somebody has some information about it. It sounds like a precursor to Halloween Horror Night, basically, like a, a, like an early maze of Halloween. Yeah, kind of. Like, definitely like, like temporary. A, a temporary, like, lower version of that hmm. uh, that was turtle-themed. Yeah, wow. it was great. If you want to see the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sing with Alan Thicke in a parade at uh, Disney's MGM Studios. Yes, I do. In 1990, that's what I'm talking about. So what would your ultimate Ninja Turtle theme park ride be? The problem is, is that I have such a practical mind when it comes to this stuff. I know what would get produced. There's no way we're going to get a ride now so full you of know, Ace Duck. You know so much about theme parks, uh-huh. you can't even fantasize <laughs> so much, now. Yes, it's ruined my ability. No, because I guess, you're so entwined with the business. Yeah. Yes, I'm such an insider now that I, I think couldn't that's even sad. It is like sad. It's like very sad. I can't blue sky my ultimate turtle ride. Uh, you know, that is a bummer. I guess, let, you know what, let's do this exercise then. Um, if there was a Ninja Turtle ride at MGM Studios in 90, what would it have been? That's actually maybe a more exciting idea because then you could actually get all your characters. I think it's got to have it's, – it's, first of all, it's got to be a dark ride. And, and a dark ride is basically like, you know, uh, Mr. Toad or Peter Pan. Sure. It's got a lot of robots on it. Like the Cars Land ride, Radiator Springs Racer, is, is half dark ride, half, you know, whatever racing ride, like Test Track. So I think you gotta have to you have to have something like that, uh, and it, for me it's it has to be like cartoon versions. Movie turtles are cool, but I think you gotta go cartoon version, and you have to like pack it with characters. I think you have to you know I think you have to have like a, a ride vehicle much like an Indiana Jones ride vehicle that's pretty exciting to be on, uh, and it's gotta power. be they. Well, I was going to say party wagon, just because it's or, or whatever you would call it, the ninja van. Yeah, news van. van yeah, news van is good too. Um, but I think, yeah, I think like I think for sure you, the the line takes you through the sewer. That's when you get to see the turtles' lair, and you get to walk by their like weird turtle beds. Now, I would maybe use license uh, the the movie license and use the cool train station layer they have, which I do think is probably the best layer of all the turtle layers is, mm-hmm. is, the, is the layer they yeah, get in the train turtles station. Too. I think that is awesome. That was one of my favorite things about the, the two and three. So you're, are you loading kit. into the car in that train station layer? I think, I think for sure. I think you're going through the line. I think you're like down there to meet the turtles or whatever. And then you're something. hearing the turtles. There's some rattling. There's yes. some dripping of yeah, like of sewage. Of course. Uh, and then maybe splinter is, 
in like one of the cars like he is in the movie and like he kind of talks to you while you're there like the Harry Potter line where you get to see some of the characters right. or the portraits moving. Um yeah, and at that point you get loaded onto yeah, either a party wagon, probably a party wagon. Like Donnie's trying something out is probably the premise of it. Yeah. I think the party wagon is probably too big. I think you want to yeah. have fun with it like Donatello's created something. Yeah, yeah. He's got a but it maybe it's like a party wagon 2.0 and it's got eight seats on it and it looks a lot like the Indiana Jones ride ride vehicle because I feel like it. This is probably going to go awry. Well, of course it is. So yeah, he's gonna. He wants you guys to test stuff out, uh, and as soon as we test stuff out, I think you know. Oh my gosh, uh, Shredder is attacked. So I think then at that point you're going through maybe the streets of New York. I think you're you're zipping by the turtles fighting different characters. Foot soldiers. We're out of the sewer. We've launched out. Yes, we've launched out through a manhole. We're out, and we're now on the streets of New York. So I think you're doing like you're doing like recreations of streets, and you're zipping through the streets, and then like the ride vehicle can sort of stop, so you can pull into like maybe a building, and there you see like a close up fight. Like Michelangelo is struggling, fighting with. Uh, you know, Sergeant Bananas or whatever. Uh, that's probably too obscure. You probably have to go with Bebop Rocksteady, uh, right. which yeah. would be fun. And you can just see him, like, struggling. I mean, this is 1990. The animatronics are good, but maybe not so sophisticated now. Um, I think that probably you got to, if we got enough money and I'm blue skying here, you got to end up in the Technodrome. So at a certain point, you take a hard right, and, oh, my gosh, it's, the, it's like a giant practical Technodrome. And you like get like trapped in a like trapped in a tractor beam. You get zipped into the technodrome. Now, like in the video game, you're kind of going through this crazy right. metal sort of or whatever aesthetic, like cr- crazy aesthetic. And you're on your way to meet Krang. And then the last thing is a giant practical Krang robot. And the Ninja Turtle. I don't know how you're going to do the Ninja Turtle fight because it's very hard to make 1990s robots fight in a crazy style. I'm, I'm assuming how it would have worked. Is your car would have pulled into the Technodrome, you would have seen the giant crane, and a animatronic Donatello would have popped up and said, you have to get out of here. This mm. is not a safe area. That's true. And right. then the car would have made a sudden turn, uh-huh. and you would hear the battle as some sort of fall happens of your car, I'm assuming. Right. Right. That's probably then right. you see the defeated one and have the, like, my yes. body. <laughs> or, right. Yeah, that's true. That's At the end sure of the drop. Would yeah. Happen. yeah, yeah. I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe what it is is you get in there, and all four turtles are, like, tied up. And you oh. have to be the one to That's do what it. I was, like you're going to kind of like the Transformer ride, ride yeah. where it's like like you're back. going with April and Casey Jones. Casey Jones. Like we have to yeah. save the turtles. Only you can save the turtles, right? So now you. Well, I mean, you saw them maybe fighting initially, but then like there's like a far away thing during the street battle where mm-hmm. like you see the turtles get taken, or t- and you're like, we got to get in there. Like it's over. April's like, you guys are the only ones who can take get the help the turtles now. Yeah. And then really all it is is like maybe you like drive at him and like you shoot him with something. And there's some MacGuffin then, in the van that Donatello had. Yeah. Like Evac in the Transformers ride, like he's like, I'm tired. We're enough running, and then like he takes his fist, his robot fist out, and punches uh, whatever Megatron. Oh that God! Ride. You talking about the Transformer ride made me think of a horrible like Michael Bay Ninja Turtle ride mm. that's all screens. I think now you would and get would just the make me yeah scream. I'm I think sure you get the Nickelodeon. Cartoon. I know what that is, and that's that's still. I would take a, a, a high budget. I like that Transformers ride a lot, but I have obviously want to. 1990s dark ride version of Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Somebody order peanut butter pizza? Down here, dude. 
everybody's looking for the kick-stopping, pizza-jumping, teenage mutant ninja turtles. But there's only one place you can find them. In the sewers on the Universal Studios Hollywood. You can get your picture taken and every kid 3 to 11 will get a free Ninja Turtle action figure. So if you're hungry for action, you'll find it at Universal Studios Hollywood over President's Day weekends. It's excellent, dudes. Well, a big thank you to Mike Carlson from Podcast The Ride for stopping by and talking turtles. I'm definitely going to look into whether or not you can make the village people out of Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I don't think that's a debate. I think you 100% have the ability to do that. We will find out. I want to figure out how we're going to build this dark ride that Mike pitched us, because I have not stopped thinking about it. <laughs> it haunts my dreams. <laughs> One I day. Need it. I One need day. it. And if you need anything, it's more of our show. So you should follow us on iTunes, or subscribe to us on iTunes, rather. Leave us five stars which you can do right there. There's a little button. There's a lot of stars. And you're going to click the one that's furthest away from the number one. That's the right answer. And if you want to talk to us, I mean, you got to send us questions, comments, what you're collecting, what you're into. You can do that at howdoyoufigurepodcast at gmail.com. Now that is how, as it's normally spelled, do ya, D-O-Y-A, figurepodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at PC. Instagram at How Do You Figure Podcast. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash How Do You Figure Podcast. And I believe that is everything. So we want your letters. We want to talk about the things you want to talk about on the show. We want to know guests you want to have on the show. I want to know what Ninja Turtle figures weren't made that people want to see made. That too. I want all of it. I want anything. You want to send me your turtle collections. You want to send me the turtles that you want made. Bring them on. I don't care if it's the Michael Bay ones, this new Rise of the Turtles ones, the old school ones, the really old okay, school ones. That, once we start getting into Michael Bay, it's time to call today. I mean, okay, fine. No Michael Bay, but I want your Turtles on Ice figures. That'll take. Great. <laughs>